the Woe to Go podcast with me, Karen A.D., helping you transition through those bumpy woe moments when life has been completely disrupted into a flourishing new chapter. Let's go. Activities fill us up. They give us life and energy to shield ourselves from stress, to bounce back from our struggles, as well as preventing illness. Where is taking care of yourself on your priority list? When life squeezes you from all different directions, it can take a lot to keep it all together and not get sucked under the weight of all the problems hanging over you. I get it. It's tough in this space to keep calm and carry on, to flourish in spite of everything. The truth is, most people wait for something to go wrong before they become more intentional about looking after themselves. You are a living, breathing human being, not an emotionless, passionless, robotic human doing. We can get so caught up in the doing of life, the work, the deadline, the stresses, the struggles, the pressures, the health challenges, the expectations, the tricky relationships, the caring for others, the anxiety and the depression, that we can forget to take care of ourselves. Nurturing yourself when everything goes pear-shaped seems counterintuitive, especially when you are running on fumes or others are relying on you. It's hard enough to take care of yourself when things are going well, right? Self-care is one of those things that we know about, but it often sits in the should category. I should take better care of myself or the if I have time category, or it's pretty selfish to spend time looking after myself so I feel guilty when I do category. The thing is, it's so important. If you don't practice self-care, Eventually, it's all going to catch up with you when something goes very wrong and you come to the end of your ability to cope. Most people only practice self-care when it's necessary, which is a start, but those who prioritize and develop a habit of looking after themselves live a longer, happier, healthier life. And who doesn't want that? I know it can seem a bit fuzzy as to what self-care actually is, so let's clear that up first. Self-care is all the things that we do, the nurturing steps that we consistently take on a day-to-day basis to take care of our health and our well-being. That's it. Pretty simple, right? For it to count as self-care though, Whatever it is that you do needs to promote your emotional, physical, and spiritual health and well-being, or as I like to say, your mind, your body, and spirit. I can tell you what self-care is not. Self-care is not overindulging and spending money, binge eating, binge watching shows, instant gratification, expensive or lavish holidays. It's not perfecting yourself numbing bad feelings with unhealthy foods, alcohol or drugs. It's not running on empty. 
pushing yourself to the point of exhaustion or bending your personal boundaries to accommodate others. It's not putting yourself last on the list or beating yourself up when you make a mistake or forget something. And it is not selfish. Feeling guilty about making time for yourself is actually a signal that you may have a lack of personal boundaries and possibly a low self-worth. It's time to nip that one in the bud because I guarantee you it is causing you other problems as well. Self-care is anything that nourishes your health, your mind, your body and spirit. It's developing consistent healthy habits that can be maintained. It's adopting a healthy lifestyle, eating healthy, looking after your body and listening to your body. It's finding exercises and activities that you enjoy or that light you up and really making time to do them. It's getting enough quality sleep. It's resting when you need to. It's putting your health and needs first so that you can give the best care to the others in your life for as long as they need it. It's taking time out for yourself. It's giving yourself grace and self-compassion. It's recognizing your limits and seeking help. It doesn't have to cost a bomb or take a long time out of your day. It can be quick and simple and free. It can be adapted and changed to meet your emotional, physical and spiritual needs from day to day, depending on what you need. Self-care activities fill us up. They give us life and energy to shield ourselves from stress, to bounce back from our struggles, as well as preventing illness. And also, it can affect how you cope with the effects of chronic diseases. The research has shown that people who practice self-care consistently show reduced stress levels, improved feelings of self-worth, an increased sense of belonging. They're less prone to illnesses. They're better able to manage disease, pain and chronic illness. They have healthier relationships, mostly because of their increased self-esteem and self-worth. They have improved job satisfaction. They're less likely to experience burnout. They live longer. They're healthier and more resilient. They're better able to cope when things go wrong. They have an improved quality of life and general overall well-being makes you wonder, what happens if you don't practice self-care? So according to the research, the people who don't practice self-care often report feeling stressed and exhausted, low in energy. They feel sleepy all the time. Feelings of hopelessness, less patience, less tolerance. They can be snippy, less understanding, less compassionate to others. Their relationships are more likely to be strained. They have difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep. They feel burnt out. They have trouble concentrating. They suffer from brain fog. And they don't perform as well at work. They have less motivation to socialise and go out and mingle with people that they normally would love to hang out with. They struggle to make healthy food choices and they feel that urge to reach for comfort foods and quick fixes to make themselves feel better. 
such as the high-carb or sugary food, alcohol and drugs. They have more headaches and tummy aches. They have increased anxiety and depression. Mm. Okay, so knowing that this is a key ingredient for living a long, happy and healthy life, how do we put self-care into practice when we haven't been looking after ourselves? Well, it all comes down to your habits and what fills you up and what helps you to cope. You're probably doing a bunch of things without thinking, like taking your medication or brushing your teeth, showering, eating breakfast, etc. Those things are all self-care. So you can build on that. It could be as simple as starting a gratitude journal, listening to relaxing music, or dancing around the room to upbeat music. It could be having a cup of tea in the sun or going for a walk around the block at lunchtime. It could be listening to a meditation. It could be praying or reading your Bible. It could be spending a few minutes taking some deep breaths. It could be turning your phone off for 30 minutes or reading a book. It could be cooking a healthy meal or stretching out your muscles or going for a walk and a swim. It could actually be as simple as colouring in or doodling on a pad. You just need to figure out what works best for you. The activities and exercises that you do for self-care will be unique to you because we're not all the same. Start with one tiny habit at a time. Something you enjoy doing that you can consistently do and take baby steps with it. Make it as simple, realistic and achievable as possible. It needs to be doable. I encourage you to take a few deep breaths and pause, reflect and then write and answer these questions. Just take a moment to check in with yourself and ask yourself, how is my body feeling? How am I feeling mentally? And emotionally? How am I feeling spiritually? What would help me nourish my mind, my body, and my spirit? Write a list of as many ideas as you can think of. And then looking at that list, what is one tiny habit that you can put in place every day to take? better care of yourself. I just invite you to give it a crack, you know, have a go and really pay attention to how you feel after you do that one tiny thing. And that's it. Tuning into yourself, how you're feeling and what you need is a great starting point for developing tiny consistent habits. I encourage you to pay attention to what restores you, what refreshes you, and what sets you up to live your best life. Sending endless compassion your way. Take care. That brings us to the end of this Woe To Go episode. Thank you so much for being here. You are awesome. Hey, I would love to know what your takeaways from today were. Tag me or DM me on Instagram at The Counselling Studio. That's counselling with two L's. Until next time, remember, you absolutely can shift your woe moments 
into stepping stones towards a flourishing new chapter.